0: What's up, you guys? On this week's episode of The Undone Podcast, we are joined by two beautiful, lovely, amazing queens that I absolutely adore, my two big sisters, Tracy Freeney and Veronica Moore. Yep, that's right, you guys. In honor of National Siblings Day, I thought it was only right and fitting to have my two sisters join us on The Undone Podcast for an informal conversation about life Love, sisterhood, motherhood, and everything in between. And yep, our queen, Queen B, our mom, maybe makes an appearance. You guys, I hope you love this episode. And welcome to Undone. Okay.
1: Hi, queens.
0: Hello. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Happy Friday happy friday i'm so excited about today's episode this is a special episode this is an episode that i that has been in the works since i started the undone podcast so undone family Out yes. two queens that are super important in my life my two big sisters Tracy Woo. And Woo. Woo. cheers so, I'm so excited to have you guys on, and the reason that I wanted to have you both on was because is National Siblings Day, and I was like, Ooh, oh, National Siblings Day? I'm I'm the best sibling. I have the best that get on my nerves, yeah. but I love them so much. Oh. In the world. So, I had to do this episode, even though I got a little pushback from the oldest. I- did 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 So... Here we are. We made it.
1: So cheers.
0: Oh, we, made it. We, we made it. Made it. We Raise made it. your glass again. Raise your glass. Cheers. Yay. Cheers. So um, here we are. <laughs> I'm so excited. I want to just dive right in. Are y'all ready? Dive. Yes. Ready. Y'all, are right. y'all comfortable? Are y'all good? I'm We're
1: good. good.
0: It's okay. Friday. It, the sun is out. It's been a week. So let's do it. And, and so before we get started, down. I want to just say rest in peace and send our condolences to the family and friends of DMX. He yes. passed away today, April 9th. Um, and we just want to say that our prayers are with them. So, Absolutely. I Absolutely. definitely really want to
1: If it's nobody else
0: loss. I want to rest in peace is uh-huh. definitely DMX because he, uh-huh. he had tumultuous time periods in his life. It did. And we know all too well about addiction in our family. We dealt with that with our dad. We have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we definitely can understand, you know, what that family may be going through. So we just want to send our consultants. Absolutely. Home. Completely. It's a struggle. Definitely. It is. Okay. So I'm ready to dive in, girls. Y'all look well, good. Let's, let's go. let so yeah. you are successful. You guys have paved the way for me for my nieces. Shout out to my two that are in the back. One is out of town on vacation into Love. Shout out Victoria. Hello. Shout out Morgan. Oh, Shout out Payton. They're in the back. Um I want, yes,
1: I want in.
0: Oh, and don't forget oh, the Queen Yeah,
1: Yes.
0: yes. yes. Mama is in the house. Is she gonna get oh, on the camera? In the building. Yes, is she yes. gonna say hi to the people? Or um she said she said no please. not today. Okay. She said not today. Okay. Well, hi, Queen B. If it weren't for her, we wouldn't be here today. So okay. would not. I agree. Thank you, Jesus. Would not. So I want this is we're doing things a little different, right? So okay, okay. okay that's why it's undone. It's, it's undone. Here. Usually, I'm introducing the guests, but I want you two to tell the people who you are. You guys are both successful. Yeah. You have a successful careers, successful lives, families. Tell the people. Veronica, I'll start with you. You're the oldest.
1: Tell yes, the oh, okay. better
0: known as Miss Community. Community. Uh, listen, well, Ashley, I have to tell you, I'm really uh, excited to be here. Maybe excited is not the right word. Honored to be here. You yes. know, this is probably not really my space, but I'm really happy to be able to join you uh, on for the sisters edition of the podcast. But yeah. anyway, uh, I'm the oldest. I am a mother of two amazing young women, 28 and 17. I have a senior. Uh, I've been married. Yes, 2021. I've been married for 21, soon to be 22 years. What? what? So everybody knows that. And then, you know, I've done a lot of things in my career. Cheers. 21 years to to marriage, honey. Cheers to marriage. Uh, so as far as my career is concerned, I've just done a lot of things and really the short story of my career is really service. Uh, so I've worked across several different uh, entities and government, state government, federal government, uh, healthcare, but at the end of the day, all of it ties back to being in a position that will serve the people. So I'm really, um, Honored and privileged to be able to have uh, done this for so long. So that's really it. You know, I, you know, there's no point in me going through all of the different jobs and things. But I will say, though, probably the highlight of my career has been being able to serve, um, you know, under the first African American president and under that
1: administration.
0: And working on, you know, a lot of uh, different signature pieces of legislation and rollout. So I'm excited about that. That's huge. Bow down. I'm going to let the queens introduce themselves because the list goes on. Shout out to you. Okay. Thank you. My first source of inspiration. Okay, Trey, you want to tell the people? I mean, I really don't know how to go behind all of this greatness. Girl. Girl.
1: She's just, a Virgo. She knows how to no, behind the great. Ah, no, 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 no. That's the truth. No, I don't know how no, to go no,
0: behind no. all this. No, brain. no, no, no. This one here is the anyway, okay. So, um, yay, Tracy. Um, so I am the middle child without a middle child syndrome. For the people, wouldn't you all agree? Okay, Virgo in the house. Drink to that. Okay, I'll drink to my own middle child too. syndrome. <laughs> But, so I am the, um, you know, we all are multifaceted, right? So I am the mom to a, I mean, a very robust um, future astronaut, engineer, who's all wrapped up in an eight-year-old body. Yay, my Peyton, who is truly my life's work. Woo! I've been married for almost 10 years. Yay to Jay Free. Better, lower, Wait, Jay yeah. Free, better known as Jay Free. Okay. Um, What's up, Jay? Toast
1: it's, to it's, it's, almost 10 years. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> AKA Chips and Cheese. Yes. AKA Chips and Cheese. Because I enjoy life and I smile a lot.
1: She she does. And
0: yes. Uh, yes, I do. So um, I really enjoy. Um, oh, like, what do I do for career? So the good thing about it is so like I told you all this greatness here. So um, when I was fresh out of college, I mean, yes, I was fresh out of college. I wanted to um, be a sports entertainment attorney. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, different life hurdles, different things. I did go back to school to get my MBA where I was working toward but going back to law school. And then, you know, life happened, you know, really them bills happened. Right. And so and there, you know, you have to be, pivot. you have to be ready to flex and be ready to pivot. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say that would be the theme of my career would be flexing and pivoting. Mm-hmm. So I started off and which is my true passion even now. I mean, I love it. I mean, I'm the boy my dad never had. So enjoy sports to the utmost. I worked mm-hmm. for the Mavericks and then 9-11 happened. And then I saw, um, you saw fans str- shrinking, coming to, you know, sporting events. And this one here ding, 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 asked me, had mm-hmm. I ever thought about a career in healthcare, in the healthcare space? At that particular time, we really call her Miss Community. Miss Community?
1: because tr-
0: She missed resource Ms. too, because yes. she is but it's in a, it's in a, when she says she has a heart for service, it's not that she just talking to talk, like right. literally on a daily basis, she walks the walk, right. exactly, That's true. That's true. so, but I would say that um, I started, I, I made a pivot, went to work for a nonprofit um, in, uh, with the American Diabetes Association here in Dallas, and then after that, um, then I did another pivot, into medical sales, so now I'm currently a pharmaceutical sales specialist with AstraZeneca in the diabetes space. Thirteen, um, I really, yes, thirteen years. Oh, I've really yeah. found a stride, and what I believe the stride is, especially um, in light of everything that happened last year um, with George Floyd, and then the events leading up to George Floyd um, and the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm definitely with inclusion and diversity, was in making certain that there are diverse panels, interview panels within Astrazeneca, and making sure that um, I can show up as my authentic self to work.
1: Hello, those things
0: are very important. Authentic. I mean, like all of it, you know, shade right. on one side, not a very traditional um, cookie cutter pharmaceutical rep. Because um, again, we're all very multifaceted, so. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Yay. And, and you were a crazy. teacher. You were also a middle oh, school teacher. Yes. I was a middle school You got mm-hmm. to be ready to pivot in life. You can't, yep. you know, don't you just like be in a box. Don't say, I'm the square L7. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, let me ask this. Um, given your, you guys. I started <laughs> more. Veronica, I'll start with you. What were your aspirations as a child like what were your what things were you into when you were little that you you know thought of maybe doing when you got older what what things were you in what were your interests when you
1: you you were
0: you know i honestly i really i don't know what my interests were when I was little Mm
1: -hmm. I think as I
0: got older I think I think it was more I don't know that I would necessarily say interest I think probably what I was more drawn to probably unintentionally, was just, you know, an interest in, you know, I've always been interested in, you know, history and culture, you know, what's going on with people. And, you know, I naturally gravitate to taking care of people. And, you know, I think that, you know, as time went on, it just kind of felt right, you know, once you start moving into those kinds of career paths and doing that thing, even, you know, because, you know, you know, I spent a lot of time not really knowing exactly what my career was going to be or what I wanted to do with my life. So, you know, I know a lot of people when they're younger, they say, oh, when I grow up, I want to be this or what I I don't I don't really have any memories of necessarily saying that. But I knew that things that excited me Mm -hmm. as I think back were things that involved caretaking and other people and you know really understanding what was happening who were the people in my family
1: what Mm -hmm. did they
0: do what who were their parents and so on and so forth so i always had a really genuine interest in just you know really you know my history culture and then what things kind of shaped that so and i think with that it kind of made me more aware you know, particularly as I got older of, you know, kind of really embracing, you know, being African-American or being Black and, you know, growing up, you know, in a family of people, you know, a lot of people that have very, very humble beginnings, but I still always just something about them that life I always was drawn to, you know, but now that I'm older, I know why, because they were always moving and pushing towards helping, and making it greater for the next generations to come. So I think that's really kind of, you know, really what I feel my journey in life is about. What can I do that will A, help the next person and B, you know, help make for my children and my family and my nieces and siblings and, and you know, so on and so forth. You know, what, what, what can we do to be better? I think that that's so important what you just said, that you did not know, right? Did not know. When you right. were- and i think that that's so important because we were just having this conversation when y'all mm-hmm. were here in l.a a few weeks ago with morgan because she is going to Spelman on a full ride HBCU you matters and mm-hmm. we were talking about that whole thing of you know her deciding and picking her major and you were saying we were having the discussion of it's okay if you don't know what advice mm-hmm. could you share um, if you don't mind with the viewers, uh, because like you said, you didn't know what you wanted to do necessarily, mm-hmm. but you found your way, you found your thing as mm-hmm. you got older. What advice would you share on It's okay not to know, but you know, keep doing the things and eventually it will get there. Mm-hmm. What advice would you share? I just want to tell people, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, not to be really uh, cliche-ish, but, you know, it's kind of like, you know, when you find something that you're passionate about, you know, the money will find you. So, and I say that because a lot of people chase careers and and professions for the financial gain. Now I'm all for, you know, getting your bag built up. I'm not against that. And I worked a lot of years to try, you know, get the but what I'm saying is I just think that, you know, we have to also teach our children and, you know, and younger generations that it's okay to, you know, to be trying to figure things out. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it's a, it's a way to figure things out without just being, you know, um, not not having any any kind of goals or aspirations right you know you you really need to allow people the time to just kind of go through life figure out the things that are really meaningful to them and then just build on that and I think that when people do that they'll find that all these other things that Fit right into the thing that is built just for them It's going to come to them naturally those opportunities are going to come because you are actually sitting and being who you are and being driven by the things that are the most important to you so i just say you know we really should not you know you know generations are changing so i just don't think we should just say you know it used to be right
1: you know you got to be
0: a lawyer a doctor or and, and you know or you know and then that's how you're going to be successful and you got to go get a job. You got to go to college. And then that's how your path right. in life has to be to be successful. Right. But I took a lot of different alternate routes there. You know, yeah, you know, I have, you know, I'm a college graduate and Great. so on and so forth. You know, Anna, View and I preview a University. Let me shout out to PB. What? What? But, what you, you, know, you, was, know? you know, there was, you know, but there was, you know, know, but I, I just know. would say that my path was probably a little non-traditional in that I didn't really know. I made some mistakes along the way while I was trying to figure it out. But I always knew that whatever it was, it had to feel right for me. So I would see a, a lot of my friends that, you know, had, you know, everybody gotten into their careers and, you know, making really good money and I wasn't making so much money. Right. But I had said to myself that I really would not. You know, and life can take you different ways, but I'm just fortunate that, you know, it hadn't happened for me yet, but I just would not work in a job that I did not like or that I did not have any passion for, that I didn't, you know, enjoy getting up and going to work. And, you know, and that's not, you know, and I don't want anybody to take that as being, oh, well, you know, people have to do what they have to do. I, I get right. that. I'm but not saying
1: you did. I'm just saying
0: for kids. me, though.
1: Right. But I always,
0: right. I took, I turned down jobs where right. there were opportunities because I, where I could make more money because I it it just didn't feel good for me. And that might not be everybody's bad. Right. But, you know, eventually, and it, you know, I took a longer way to get there, but I can say that I absolutely love what I do and You know, it just was my journey, my path, and I think it's okay to not know as long as you are staying true to yourself and who you are. You know, you don't meet your needs and your bills and stuff. You know, now you got to be able to pay your bills and stuff. I agree, but no, that's just that's just what I was saying. If I could just add one point to that, is (laughs) that I think that that's one of the things about Western uh, education, Western cultures that we've adapted that that piece
1: they got it wrong. Right. um
0: to ask a 17 18 year old to decide that day of right. entrance into college or it, or exit from high school what are you going to do with the rest of your life right. um is truly a disservice to that individual because again you are so much more than like you're multifaceted you're mul- you're much more than that so when we can truly parent in different seasons and parent and say like what Veronica said, mm-hmm. like choose a path where you are truly delighted and it's your life's work. You right. know, choose that before you get to be 45 and then you like, Oh Lord, you know, I got to, I got to pay the bills. Right. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. Cause that's, I mean, that's the reality. But um, I think that that's the one piece about Western culture education system that, they got wrong. Right. I mean, there's several others, but I don't want to get in my soapbox. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. So, V, I'm going to dive into this whole aspect of, you know, sisterhood and us growing up. I just want to dive into that because this is the sister, sister, sister episode 10 of Black The Undone
1: Podcast. <laughs>
0: And so, B, I'm gonna start with you, Veronica because you're the oldest. But let me clarify, I'm the oldest in Delta. Oh, shout, Ooh. Out. Ooh. shout out, that out, to the best v, sorority what? in the land. Best sorority, B. What was it like for you growing up as an only child? Um, prior to Tracy joining you seven years later, yeah. so, okay. lonely. I'm gonna tell you, what not, lonely. it time for you, like, can have all of this. Girl, what was, okay. what was that like for you <laughs> growing up as all? well? Yeah. You know, I think yeah. for the, the seven years that I spent as an only child, you know, I mean, I, I you Too know, because we had, and... <laughs> I, you know, I, I think I was blessed in that, you know, I got to experience our parents in a period where they two were doing some of what we just talked about. Right. They were learning, you know, they sure. were big trying to figure things out. They were both young. They were both coming, you know, from, you know, fairly humble beginnings or what have you, moving to, you know, big cities. And, you know, and they were kind of following that path of what society had told them to do. Right. So, you know, during that time, you know, I think I really benefited from, you know, being being the only child with parents that had, um the ability to show a lot of love but at the same time be able to be vulnerable you know and and know that they did you know not know what they didn't know but doing the best that they could so i and i wouldn't know that now until i think back Mm. over that period right you know so to think about you know you got two parents in college and one is in you know then your other parent is in law school and then you know your your mom is you know the person that's working um, at home with you and your dad's trying to study and so on and so forth. And just remembering, you know, that time with them, you know, it was, it was different than the times that our kids have with us. So I think I just, you know, it was a really good time for what I remember. It just was a lot of love, a lot of love, young people in love, trying to figure things out. And, you know, of course yes. I, I know that now, I didn't know that they were trying to figure it out then,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: I wouldn't know, you know, that there were any struggles you know, right. at that time. So, you know, it was good for me, you know, and then some more people joined the party and that kind of things. Speaking of where it, right it became a party. So Trey, you're the middle miss- of four. And just to let everybody know, we are I'm the youngest. Tracy and I are seven years apart. Veronica and Tracy are seven years apart. Veronica and, and I are four years middle. apart. So just to give y'all a little clarity on that, Trey, you're the <laughs> middle yes for seven years yes, younger fine. then veronica what was the dynamic between you two like when you guys were coming up like veronica when you were 14 tracy was seven what was that dynamic like girl she always been the boss don't play <laughs> i'm the big sister and it's what i say so i guess in her oh, seven yeah. years prior to me she learned how to uh solidify oh. her spot. As, as the oldest, as the boss, as the boss. I think maybe mama and daddy told her she was the boss one too many times. I was, I was the boss, and we yes. have carried on. No, on. Yes, yes. That is, and that is how I it is, and that's she was how in it charge. She was
1: in charge, whatever. <laughs> the the queen is coming
0: in the background. The, the queen and the queen just wanted to say hello because she did. Okay, okay, okay. 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 The queen's going to peep in and say hello. She okay. queen's coming yeah, by the say, What's up? Come on, queen. We get it from my mama. You no. know, I
1: around right, here. Some right here, mama. Right okay. I, we I, get
0: it from my mama. I yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: The, the uh,
0: queen just want to say that she reared three beautiful
1: queens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Continuing to rear their princesses to
1: be terrific queens. Oh, I'm girl. very
0: proud of my girls because they are Jeez. strong.
1: Jeez. They are you know,
0: very much so in tune to who they are, which is what I wanted to instill in them to be who you are and yes. persevere with whatever you your life desires are. Oh, so, As yeah. being the mother of three beautiful queens and three beautiful granddaughters, I am a very proud mom because it shows in everything that they've done and everything they continue to do.
1: Yeah, You're welcome. Good
0: to have you as our queen, honey, our leader. We yeah. love we you. As leader. We love you. Um, so okay, so V you said you were just real to be the boss. I have to ask you because you are the leader, right? I feel like you're the leader within our sister circle, but also the leader, you talked a little bit about this at the beginning about family and being intrigued with history and what's going on within the family. I feel like you also have that neck within our family, our you know, bigger family, right? Yeah. She's so, in the family reunion. Mm-hmm. I wanna know she does. <laughs> what what, what does the role for you of a big sister, what does that mean to you? Because I know well, that you're, mom, you're you're a leader in so many areas, right? Mm-hmm. So in the role of a big sister, what does that mean for you? You know, I for me, I would say, and you know, some people might find this a little, you know, might, might not be the first thing somebody would say. I really see it as a protector. You are. Mm. I said, you know, because like you said, mm-hmm. we're all seven
1: years apart. Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, I you know, our parents were working. So I was, you know, I was the other mama now. Let's let's be mm-hmm. clear. So I, you know, I did spend a lot of time treating you two girls yes. as if you were my children, you know, coming here and
1: walking, you
0: know, walking,
1: walking to pick she, up daycare nice. and yeah
0: you know and just really you know trying to fill in for my mom um uh, you know while she was working you know in the evenings and stuff like that so I just see it you know and so a protector means so many different things you know and y'all know <laughs> uh but it you know it means a lot of different things Penny. but it's just you know <laughs> your responsibility to take care and look out for the people that you say or you consider are important to you. Absolutely. So I think that uh, you just have to, um, you know, when if you're going, because there's a lot of people that have different dynamics in terms of, you know, their sibling situation. Right. So I think we're really blessed in that, you know, even in my bossiness, I'm really not bossy though. I don't really know how um, that. How that <laughs> huh Mm -hmm. it's not it's not not, the podcast not long enough to address it but anyway so i'm just gonna say you know i'm a protector i take care of my sisters and i take care of those that are in my circle that are important to me Mm -hmm. and um that's just you know who i am now you know now sometimes everybody might not like Mm -hmm. my protective um
1: Mm. ways
0: amen. but at the end of the day, they always know that it's all done because I care because I love you so much. That's right, it's like, not all so, done. Did y'all hear the queen in the background? Because mama is like, she even bosses her around too. Yeah, so, no, because she's still, she has, okay. Okay. okay, moving along, moving along. So okay. then, so then in 83.
1: What,
0: oh, what, what? What? Jordan, like, what it see? just like went up a notch it went up it went boom oh, no. it was like using in the club and the sirens going off so i want to know so you guys yeah, okay, have y'all yeah. rhythm right so in 83 when i'm born y'all have a rhythm at this point it's like two two kids two parents y'all have the nice home y'all are like Black? Not black is yes, Y'all are the black family. Yeah, you and platform. black, we would straight black. Mm-hmm. Southern black. <laughs> Southern black in Oakland. Black killer. Right. Mm-hmm. On 1630. 1630. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So got then got I joined right. the crew. You scale. You're mm-hmm. going up scale. Yeah, oh listen, this is the sister's podcast. This the sister's podcast. The, <laughs> sister, <laughs> sister, <laughs> the, sister's the day. Play. Mother's day is coming like. Oh this is the sister. But just don't do this. Don't this is the sisters <laughs> Okay. So then, okay, so then <laughs> like I was, so this is real, y'all. This is not gonna be edited out. So then, like I said, in 83, I joined the group. And mm. y'all are in y'all's group, y'all are like in school, you know, y'all have a rhythm. How did the dynamic change when I joined? Were y'all like, oh, we have a little chocolate? sibling oh, or did y'all oh like, you want my baby you nobody cared about it. no we wasn't saying no chocolate sibling we were just like happy what, what? we having God. a little bitty person like i'm what? gonna be the youngest and i felt like at that point oh so i could be <laughs> i could be the boss of somebody but <laughs> you don't listen to me <laughs> so, <laughs> i couldn't be the boss of you either so it was like oh well oh well it so, how did like, that dynamic did Tr- Tracy? Did you feel like you? I mean, what did you feel like? Did you feel like, oh, this is my chance to be like a big sister now? Or like, oh, yeah, absolutely. I felt like I was, I learned from the best. So, yeah. I was going to be that big sister, but I was going to be a little more gentle in my. <laughs> no, <I'm just
1: laughs> oh, wait a minute.
0: I'm I was just playing. I wasn't going to be as bossy. I was going to be a listening big sister and how do you think you did i think i did good i can remember this one time where you were maybe six months that. old oh yeah i'm gonna tell this story because <laughs> there's a couple of different stories too i ain't gonna tell the time about how i just got my hair, <laughs> hair done <laughs> fresh perm perm 80, what, 86, 85, <laughs> perm, perm. I skipped the whole Jerry Curl scene and went straight to the perm. And I thought I was cute, cute. Somebody didn't think I was cute enough that I needed carpet freshener in my hair.
1: She wanted you to <laughs> smell good. Girl, good night. <laughs>
0: yes, that's what I said, girl, good night. But do you, re- I was just like, okay, but well, we're going to have to figure this out, dust it out and make it happen. But the story that I was going to tell was, You were probably about mm, six months old. Mm -hmm. You were basically where, I mean, I couldn't pick you up. I couldn't pick you up. I I do. Mm -hmm. I couldn't pick you up, so I had to sit with you in the bed. And, uh Mama's bed, uh huh, and mom and daddy bed. So then you were fussy, <laughs> and there was something about my bottom lip that just reminded <laughs> you of like a chicken <laughs> or just. Oh, I'm sorry. You vegan now. It just reminded you of a good broccoli sprout or something. I don't know. But you got a hold of that bottom lip and you sucked it (laughs) so hard. I look like Eddie Murphy in The nutty professor. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) But you were content. So it was my honor to that you suck on my lip. Oh, thank you for the honor. Veronica and Tracy, what was like y'all's favorite memory? Because I have so many memories from living on Russell land. What was y'all's favorite memory when we were little? I always think about how Peyton cries when I leave, when I come home and leave. And I remember when I used to do that with you, when you would go to school, mm-hmm. Veronica. Oh, yeah. And I remember being like, just how Peyton like, just in tears crying because you were leaving. What what was, what's a fond memory that you guys can talk about from just us being kids and us not having the, you know, the weight of the world on our shoulders, like us just being kids yes. and being free. Can y'all talk to that, speak to that? Well, I'll say it would be two things. One mm-hmm. would be the um, Christmas time for, for sure. Hands mm-hmm. down Christmas mm-hmm. time. Christmas yes, time.
1: Christmas, then had,
0: it was... Um, it was it was on, but I can remember. I mean, these are like the this is the part that like make me feel good in my spirit, in my heart, everything. It's like the times when we would have cookouts and we um, in, yeah. and daddy would cook out and he <laughs> would take everything out of the cabinets <laughs> to season the meat. And then people would come over. I don't know whether it be uh, family members were coming in from out of town. Like Uncle Perry and Gloria and Granny and Pao the aunts and uncles, everyone. Right. Um, and the reason why it just does my heart so good. I mean, I remember like the music would come on, like right. it would be like a record player. Then Ashley was doing the prep. She would be doing the Yeah, we'll just be dancing Mm -hmm. and it's funny because like even now like when we have get togethers at the house I can see myself telling Peyton come on Peyton dance Uh do it girl Uh do it do the dance Mm -hmm. just egging them on and the other thing I mean but what you didn't know in the background what it was teaching you it was like to be your authentic self be who you are I mean and Je- yes unapologetic mm-hmm. even if you ain't got no rhythm even if you can't do it just be right. you and not only mm-hmm. that but it was like teaching you to you know like dance like nobody's watching like right. live your life like mm-hmm. just be in life and right. just be there and like don't be afraid to get up in front of people right i think
1: that you know, for me it would be internship. you got a little work oh, so going good, on
0: good experience mm-hmm. for you. so one so one of the things that that was good um, this is my Mm turn i know exactly um so i will say one of the the good memories you know that just takes me back to you know russell glenn art was just the memories of you know just sitting out you know on the deck we had this fabulous, fabulous deck that was really high off the ground. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Daddy would, you know, he would cut the yard. I remember him very vividly in his um sweatsuit, cutting nice. the yard. And um, you know, and I'd sit out back and watch and then, you know, or go down go downstairs under the patio and play under there, just all by myself. You know, right. just to my, you know, just to myself or just um just the moments and the memories of being in that house. Now of course when we had we did have things in that house that happened very, very regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, we had weekend, one particular family, literally almost every weekend. So <laughs> yes. we are all, we are just about like siblings, you know, that's Zenobian yes. Valley, right? Yes. Yeah. And so I remember, you know, mom and Burl are sitting in the living room, laughing and talking noise and music playing about something. And then, you know, the kids, we sitting yeah. in the foyer in the front in the hall playing jacks on the floor so mm-hmm. those were things that those are the kind of memories that always come to mind just yes. you know fun and family was a centerpiece of what went on at our house you know and just yeah. you know um you know the aroma at the house the aroma of you know your daddy's pipe right, right coming through and the park fridge and the carpet fresh and yeah, the lines and the required <laughs> lines and the carpet. And, uh, and uh, the back so, cleaning. Yeah. You know, so out cleaning with Ajax. <laughs> and and
1: See, hey, no no, yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah,
0: hmm yeah, I should say comment, probably not, okay. but both. Yeah. So anyway, just you know, kind of what Tracy said. Uh, certainly, of course, Christmas time. That was always beautiful. And we always had real trees. We didn't right. have um artificial. Artificial trees, yes. so that's a fond memory that we always going have. to so, pick it out.
1: Really mean it home. Our yeah. home
0: was really home. It was home. It, it was just you know a good vibe, good feeling with family, friends, and so I enjoyed that. And y'all we even friends. went to go and recently, <laughs> and it was it made me cry. It made me tear. It was surreal. It, it was, was very surreal. Me too. It was just seeing it. It uh, looks very different, but it's very, it's still uh, the memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. know from you you two are both moms and speaking of our childhood how did our childhood and us growing up inform how you parent and how you approach to being a mom mm-hmm. you to go oh, Tracy you can go well the thing about it is I'm a late um, bloomer so I, Peyton is 8 um, <laughs> so I would definitely say it would be two things. One is, I mean, she does, I don't, we don't have another child in the house with us, right? right. And even though she has an older sibling, like they're 23 years
1: apart, right. um,
0: that one of the things, especially with Victoria and Morgan, um, that I always tell Victoria, like, Victoria, you know, you stealing my wheel. I have to rewrote it. So if she uh-huh. get to acting sideways, uh-huh. like she your responsibility. Right. Like instilling that you know Victoria is the oldest grandchild, right? Oh, it's this- like her mom is the oldest, and that responsibility of watching after
1: mm-hmm.
0: Victoria uh, Morgan, and Peyton falls right. on her too. Even after right. I was said and done, but one of the things that um. I definitely instill in Peyton is the fact that um, we don't like a lot of times now, especially like in some certain friend groups, a lot of times they refer to adults as by their first name, right? That's one of the things like, yeah, yeah we didn't do none of that mm-hmm. <laughs> when yeah. we was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always a Miss. Right. Such and such, or Mr. Such and such, uh, or Auntie whatnot, aunties. or yes, yes, and it's a whole bunch of aunties and a whole bunch of uncles, so right. that's the blessing. Yep, mm-hmm.
1: hey, I would you say, part?
0: I think I would say that I took a good mixture of, um, you know, growing up in the era that I did mm-hmm. because, you know, like you said, I think, and so I have the. the I had the opportunity to kind of learn how to do it two ways, I guess, if you will. You know, but one was always consistent in like what Tracy said, being respectful uh, of your elders. And, you know, we just, you know, we just don't have, that's just not some things that we, we just don't do uh, in our house. But I think, you know, as I was raising or with Victoria, since she's my oldest, you know, she came at a, at a different time in my life. Mm-hmm. So I was not married. Right. Uh, So I was determined as a younger mother, I think I was 24 with Victoria, as a younger mother, that my child was going to be obedient. I was not going to have, you know, an undisciplined child because that was something that, you know, we we were not, we were good kids. We, I think we were good children. We were not
1: disobedient. We were good
0: children. So, so. So I think that I took that that piece from my childhood in terms of how I was raised and what I was accustomed to not just with my parents but also you know with my grandparents and aunts and uncles and so on and so forth. Right. Uh, and then when Morgan came along you know it's a you know the generation yeah. shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I can admit I probably I'm pretty still I'm very stern but you know if, you know you get a little older and you let her just live this much more slide but but
1: but not honest. to the
0: she level to of disrespect right yeah. we know not you, you can relate and mm-hmm. what i also learned but here's the deal with the parenting thing I, I think that you know growing up as a younger woman and as a uh as i got old like into my early 19 you know teens and 20s i would say that i had a very good. Um, open relationship with my, you know, with mama. So we could talk and I could, you know, we could talk and have conversations. And she was always really honest, uh, with me. And I think that that is something that I tried to be consistent with right. between both of my girls. So when I say I, you know, I had an opportunity to kind of do it two different ways. I was pretty strict with Victoria. Uh-huh. Uh, with Morgan, I'm strict on, but I have, but I had to learn that I need to, maybe parent a little bit different maybe okay
1: you know, they both turned out good
0: now I agree they did I they both agree. turned out you know phenomenal I young is. ladies but you know there's the, but what I had to learn is though that two your two kids are two yeah. individual people right so yes. and you have to I'm know how to parent face. them accordingly that don't mean that they be disrespectful or don't right. know how to act but, you know, there are different layers to that. And because, see, this oldest, this youngest one is a little bit more like me. So I have to work a little... <laughs> I have to do stuff a little bit. Because you're about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, the oldest but Victoria this is, is like, nice so nice. this is Victoria. like you. She is Victoria me. is like me. They're both the bossy. Victoria is just not no, as Morgan. outspoken. Morgan is more outspoken. Mm-hmm. Victoria yeah. don't doesn't say as much. She'll right. be, she, she, so, yeah, she out.
1: got that old school, one.
0: but anyway, but Victoria, so anyway, so that's how I said, I, I took those, I took those, both of those mixtures to learn how, you know, because our grandparents and stuff, it wasn't no adapting. It, all your kids get treated the same way and everybody has to do it the way that they said to do it. Cause I vividly remember my uncle getting a whooping with a uh, yeah. and he had a wife and children. <laughs> so, I mean, I probably wouldn't go that far. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean?
1: nothing yeah. wrong with that? So what yeah. I'm saying is,
0: you know, you take different things and you adapt, according to your children. That's fine. Uh, how has motherhood... So, Branka, you talked about being a young mother at 24. Tracy, mm-hmm. you were older. Um, hey,
1: mature. mature. I said mature. Yeah. How did old. motherhood change? Matur. What was that experience
0: like? So Tracy, I'll start with you. Being an older woman, you got married older. Talk to us a little bit about that for you. How did motherhood change you? Yeah. Um, I would definitely I'll say, okay, motherhood um gave me a more global perspective. Mm -hmm. um meaning it had me looking at the like at the world from like a lot I mean just like more than just Dallas Texas more than just the United States Mm -hmm. like the impact globally of like where this child could go how could she be a dual citizen you know how you know what can she do and how the impact that she can make um, because ultimately, one thing that growing up, that my grandparents, my mom, always told us, that each generation you want them to be more successful than you. Right. So um, thinking along those lines, and then also like uh, wanting to be present, mm. wanting to be present. One of the things that I, di- I did, I did. I can't speak for e- either of you two, but one of the things that I really wanted or craved for. Um, growing up was a parent to be home I was, I was a latchkey kid during that time in the eighties. Um, I wanted a parent to be home when I got home. Mm. So I wanted to make sure that I was present with her during formative years right now and just like be up uh, i mean my whole soul in like right. ten toes everything and be present for her. Um and oh, I would was nothing, I was your You was that's why I wanted a parent to be at home. <laughs> so I would have to be just Good do this. I, I, you I... gonna turn that TV off? You oh ain't watching no mother what? what if a parent was there I have to do all of that. No. I was <laughs> exactly. really? following instructions. Yeah sure instructions. So um I would definitely say um it definitely um it, i mean it matured me in other mm-hmm. ways
1: mm-hmm.
0: right what would you say being a younger mom your your experience was different right you spoke to that you were intent on making it different for victoria what mm-hmm. how did that change you how did becoming a mom change you i think that becoming a mom it really made it, it I had to sacrifice at a level that I had never had to sacrifice before. I had to really start making um, you know, even just better financial decisions. And I still got something wrong. But, you know, I just had it really yeah, it matured did. me in the way that in, in the sense that I had to really, really understand that it was all or nothing when it came to my kid, meaning I had to be all in because partially in or a halfway in would not be sufficient and i wanted to make sure that number one she knew that she was loved she mm-hmm. knew that she was protected and she knew that she if nobody else in the world cared about her and was going to have her back that i was going to be that person yes. so i had so you know that meant you know you know giving up and not being able to do some of the things that i had been accustomed to being able to do mm-hmm. Uh, So it really was about a lot of sacrifice, you know, even though, you know, although, you know, uh, Wendell and I weren't married at that time, um, but we were still, you know, we were co-parenting, but it was still Mm -hmm. me, you Mm -hmm. know, it was still mama. And I had to always be there and be present. So I think the sacrifice was what really, what I had to do. And it kind of, and it changed me in a lot of other ways, you know, and it prepared me, you know, for my next child, you know. Because, you know, who would ever thought that I'd drive 50 miles, uh, 60 miles. One day, one
1: day, one day. And then,
0: speaking of sacrifice, they're going to laugh about this. Yeah, I remember when Peyton was first born and I said, no, we're not going to listen to the music. Girl, or We're gonna she only listen to kind of music, and we only we not gonna watch TV, no Girl, TV. Girl, now she know most songs to me. All of them. All of them. That is not the song. Really? Ooh. Ashley. 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 <laughs> so so much for that, so much for that, yeah okay, y'all so, okay. All the good things that y'all have going on y'all are wives, y'all are moms, um, y'all are shaping and you know birthing these beautiful and half and birthing these beautiful young women to be productive people in society. How do you carve out time for yourself like what you, are yeah, let me tell you how do you practice self care like what are some ways besides a cocktail? Mm. well. Let me just
1: say, you do
0: self care now, (laughs) and this is just in the last, you know, I'd say probably five ten years. You know, I try to make sure. Well, before the pandemic, of course, you know, I try to always Mm -hmm. get in a good girls trip every year. I try to um, just huh Queen. Queen of trip well you know okay. because I had friends that have been traveling for years and years and years and I would never ever go because of my commitment to my children and but you know for a long time of course it was only Victoria for 11 years right. so mm-hmm. I never even considered I would never leave my daughter but honey, now she, leave her. Ah, double her she yeah double she her head. Head. I, I had to learn though, though, that it's okay feelings. i had to learn that it's okay. i had to learn that it's okay to take some time for yourself and actually you need that time for yourself because you know my friends call i have a little nickname that my friends call me and that is um amber So I let everybody learn, figure out what that means on their own. But because, you know, I'm always, you know, worried, concerned, want to make sure my children are good, they're safe, they're protected. What environment are they in? Where are they? And if I was gone and MIA, no, how could I be there to protect them and care for them? So, but I have learned over the years that it's okay. You can have a balance. Right. And I still don't do a lot of it. So, you know, and when, if I'm not going to go somewhere, then I do, you know, I just spend time that's with my, my yeah. I hang out with my, my with my girlfriends and my sister, you know we we hang out, Literally, we have good friends she took over all of my friends, so we hang out you <laughs> know, so we go out friends. for Don't dinner <laughs> we go out for cocktails Yeah, and that that's, you know, that's what we do, you know, but we, and we're fortunate enough to have, you know, a lot of friends that have children in the same age so right. one Everybody of the things that I also been. do though, you know I enjoy getting together and just having a good time. Now, with that, I take my children with me now. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. So, really, not that much. How do you carve out space? (laughs) How do you carve out space, honey, for uh, self-care? Because you like to go get your nails done, you get your hair done,
1: you go to cocktail
0: hour. What do you like to do? (laughs) Oh, look, you make it seem like I just do all of this. Uh, well, I can do quite all of that. I'm not I'll regular just say,
1: that.
0: I'll just say this. I have had my uh, five-year-old, four-year-old, eight-year-old now in the nail shop with me. Like, you take them with you and you make it happen. But I will definitely say um, I believe in um, self-care. Self-care is very important. Right. And I am... I mean, like when I say I'm and I'm much like Veronica, um, very protective about and very guarded about who I allow Peyton to be around. Right. So with that being said, like she had a babysitter one time who basically told her at four that she wasn't a doctor. And I was like, who are you? Like, how are you going to tell this small toddler that she's not a doctor? Yes, she is. I mean, no, she has not finished medical school, but uh, she's a doctor. So that was the first and last time in her mind. But um, that was the first and last time um, she babysat (laughs) because of that. So with that being said, and that's like the that's I know some people may say, oh, that ain't nothing. You should let her, you can let her keep her. So um, I was like, no, I don't believe in all of that. Right. But I will say what I'm truly grateful for mm-hmm. is to be in the same city as my sister and having her and Morgan as my like, ride or die. Like I can leave Peyton with Morgan, I call her, I can call Morgan and we are gonna be, Oh heartbroken. Are you okay? August. We're getting oh, yeah. here. I'm trying to like prepare my mind right now. But um yeah, I could not do it without Morgan. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna say that. I'm gonna just saying it. and Veronica. I could not do it without both Victoria. I mean Morgan and Veronica. And Victoria too. Victoria standing in the gap too. So I couldn't do self-care without them. What? I had a moment. I what
1: was your moment. mom? i glad
0: for the village. Grateful for the village. What was your mom, baby? The flashes. Are, oh, so you're you it's know, been a, policy. a little flashes too. Mama said I need to get that too. But I'm not sure. I be getting a little flashes. Yeah, over our time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, wait. Um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all have somewhere to go? No, no, but we were being mindful of you because you. I already, us. My, I already did. My cousin, man. Yeah, because remember, I had a hard stop. I anyway. What advice would you give to your twenty year old self?
1: Oh, girl. Really? My
0: advice to my twenty year old self is to say it's okay to not be in the same space or place in life as everyone else around you mm-hmm. it's okay chart your own path get there the way that you get there and don't do any comparisons don't do any i wish only if if my this would have happened or if this had not happened then i would be able to be like this person that person and that person that's what i tell myself don't worry about it do you mm-hmm. you'll get there
1: mm-hmm
0: was I would good. say to my I it too. I'm 37 but I received it Oh okay I thought you were going to say it was your 20 year old self Thank mm-hmm. you I, but, okay, Well me... it might have been maybe my 22 year old self But my. <laughs> let me back <laughs> up My 20 <laughs> year old self I'd probably say Get out of that uh baby dome a little bit And get back in the place 20 year Yeah <laughs> oh, you know my 20 year old self Let me back up yeah,
1: You was in love I'm not <laughs> baby dome.
0: Both. Yeah. Oh, y'all was having parties at alumni too. No. Oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. Oh, I meant the baby boom. I was gonna say that's a big part. Okay, Trey. I didn't you to gym. your thirty-year-olds.
1: You just left
0: there a few years ago, so. I agree. A few years ago. I mean, I know, no, no, not a few, but
1: yeah. you
0: and yeah. your. Yeah. Oh, so. Thank you. Really thirty-year-olds. Nobody asked you to do mad.
1: Come on, yeah. whatever. So
0: I would say to my 30 year old self that um, if this is your worst day, girl, you're doing good. Don't worry about it. Like this, too, right. life is going to pass. And what you think is your worst day, mm-hmm. keep leaving. Mm. you not lying yeah. about that. You ain't live. You'll be all right. And you're going to get through that, too. You're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Complete this statement. My sisters are the bomb all right okay my everything
1: oh that's um,
0: so cool. i would wanna... like to be mentioned in your do y'all miss me in texas yes, yes. like what my sisters what would you how would you, you complete the you statement how would you complete the statement my, my, heart. Are... my heart my heart my heart Y'all know I gave mm-hmm. my life for y'all for the longest. Like I had to like live for y'all, but then I was like, I have to just. Uh-huh. Advice you gave that's good to your twenty year old self. Mm-hmm. I I felt Oh so, mm-hmm. I did. What is one thing you would change about your childhood? Childhood. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would probably change. Some well, without a doubt, you know, some of the 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 I don't want to call it trauma, I'll just say some of the disappointing things that happen being, um, you know, living in a home with some with addiction, right? Um, Tracy, how do you feel about getting older? I'm looking forward to it. How does it feel? It feels good. Right now, it feels good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, there are different stages um, of getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, the wisdom that you gain, of course, um, mm-hmm. the physical things that you see um, changing, of course. But the thing about it is that, like, you just are in a place where, like, the naysayers or the I- days in I- life don't matter as much I mean really don't matter right I mean you know what I'm saying yeah that's what I'm saying they don't matter that's why I said no not at all um Mm -hmm, and at this point what you're doing the life that you're I mean not at this point but like all the way through but you realize it now more than anything because of the wisdom Mm -hmm. but the life that you're leading now is to ultimately to get you to the point where God says that good and faithful servant. Well done.
1: Yes, ma'am. You can truly
0: enjoy. I mean, you can truly get the benefit and understand God's majesty. Mm -hmm. What does sisterhood mean to you? Um, I would say that sisterhood means to me, it means to me is a, none never ending
1: cuz mm, i don't know what i'll do with oh, that child oh. i know a never ending
0: connection you know that statement if you have sisters you don't need friends yes and i, I think that is a, a absolute truth we you know you're blessed when you do have friends but when we have sisters it's something that is just a never ending bond and connection that um, nothing will ever change. Mm. Yeah. Girl, you know,
1: no, look good. at
0: the baby. She She's got your baby. We, we love, love you, girl. We're so, so proud of you. This ain't Veronica. Girl. Yes. You're you 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 I'm done. Get it together. I'm done. Do you need to suck my bottom lip again? Girl, the back. Okay, this was so good. Like, I feel like I wanna do I wanna do this again. Can we do like a live like on Instagram? Maybe? Okay, let's do it. Well let's, let me see the edits of this. It? I need to it's no that. edits, it's how it's you it. know what? Maybe even with be, your high and class even, No. no. It's, it's, maybe it's, it's, it'll, it'll be better. What um, Call-ins. <laughs> oh, call. No call You know, I'm not really used to this. Um, you know, it's kind of, feel a little... So that's the thing I'm about it. You have to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. No. Yes, no. you do. Like that. That's the key. Because so, I'm hot, so, so, I can't... My hair is... You know, I want to keep... Girl, yeah, you know, it is cute. Before is, y'all go... I need to keep moving, you know, just... You, know. you have wisdom, honey. Girl, listen. Before y'all... I want to do... that. You can get me on this phone. I'll talk all day, huh? Done. No, you ain't not, not going to talk all day. No, <laughs> not. Done in 60 seconds. We're going to do rapid fire. Y'all ready? Hit it. <laughs> Veronica, really? This was so good. What, was it good? Okay. Um, Okay. Favorite meal to cook? Uh, favorite thing to do with your sisters? Tracy. Y'all shopping. Uh, what would people be surprised to learn about you, Veronica? I am really quiet. Girl, I ain't never... (laughs) I think you would be surprised to learn that about you. (laughs) What? I ain't never... What are you... I am so sweet. Go ahead. What's on your playlist? Tracy, what are you listening to? Ratchet? Sunshine. No, sunlight. What? (laughs) What? <laughs> I bet Joe, DJ Kelly. Oh, I like
1: that song I can, I can no, play it
0: for okay. you right it's now. Right now. It's rapid fire. What uh, would you be what? doing if you weren't doing your career, Veronica? What What other job would you be doing? I would be a, um, a stay-at-home mom. I would say a president or something. Yeah. Well, I guess, okay, so In the stay-at-home political. Mom. is not really a career. Yes, it is. <laughs> stay a career. Well, I mean, not in a traditional sense. I don't let Western civilization tell you stay at home mom is not a career. It is. Okay. I would. So probably that's what's wrong. Doing they need to be raising is.
1: their kids.
0: Uh, I don't know. I would never want to be a politician though. So I'm not gonna say that. Tracy, what would you be doing if you weren't in pharmaceutical sales? I would definitely be in law. I would be advocating for well, you'll those. You'll be a lawyer, girl. You, you'll be a lawyer. That's what I said. I would oh. be in law. I, I said I would definitely be advocating for the less fortunate. A, 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 without a doubt. What brings you joy, Veronica? You know what brings me joy? Mm-hmm. Just simple times with my family. Just just time with my family. Uninterrupted quality time. Crazy. Making people smile, making people laugh. I think when you make somebody laugh, they forget they have a temporary escape mm-hmm. from and what they're
1: doing. Really and I
0: just want you to just. Well, you know what brings me joy. Well, well, what? Y'all wanted to. So, y'all, this was good. I think oh, oh, we can show God. on the road. I mean, what it's did you think? A, I've been empty yeah. for a minute, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna get a bigger glass the next time. This was what? good.